Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Watch me dance. Watch me dance. I'd rather not. <laughs> it looks like you're having a spasm. Like your back locked you? up. You know, you're like, oh, oh. Oh, oh, hang on. Give me a second. A no, no. You're you're dancing. Listen, don't judge people's dancing. Dancing is about freedom. That's right, It's about Steve. expression. You know it. Thank you. Thank you, Donna. Did um, you hear the story about Whoopi Goldberg no. walking off the set of The View? Huh. Did this just happen? Or we you know what this dancing? is about? What? Miranda Lambert. The ladies were talking about what happened when Miranda Lambert scolded fans for taking selfies, right? Mm-hmm. Sonny was on the side of the concert goers. Whoopi was on Miranda's side. And uh, Sonny said, I'll take as many selfies as, as I want if I paid $757 for tickets. And then Whoopi said, you know what? Stay home. If you're going to spend $750 to come to my concert, then give me the respect I deserve. After Whoopi said that, she got up and walked out to the surprise of her co-hosts. I love it. 60, uh, <laughs> the the uh, 67-year-old Whoopi Goldberg, as Yahoo Entertainment adds, for whatever reason, uh, walked toward the audience. Joy Behar then asked where she was going, and she said, I'm leaving, y'all. And she declared uh, that while making her way to the first row of seats in the studio audience. <laughs> then she just sat down. With people. She said, I want to take a picture with this marvelous woman who is 91. So we're going to do a selfie, just me and you. Oh, that's cute. People Mm. have opinions, you know what I'm saying? Which is where you come in right now. $750 and then give me the respect to watch me do my thing. I just feel like... I just... I know. Nine times out of ten. I know. I just feel like, look, if you have people paying $750 to come to your concert... And they want to capture it that way. I know it might be be annoying, but you got to have a policy in place before you enter. Life is about expectations, Donna. All right. And if you have the expectation of we're not going to be able to take any pictures tonight, then you don't feel disappointed when you don't. But if you have the expectation that you can take pictures tonight and then you sort of get scolded midway through. I hear you. I'm a man of the people, Donna, and you always side with the elite. (laughs) Whatever. Last night. Yes. I went out and I saw Oppenheimer. We were talking about this yesterday saying, well, are you going to see any of these this weekend? Some people are doing the double feature. Zamboni's going to do the double feature. If so, what order? Do you do Barbie then Oppenheimer or Oppenheimer Barbie? Oppen Barbie? Barbenheimer? What's your strategy? And then I was like, oh my goodness, I think I might be able to get tickets to a screening that was happening last night. Fortunately, they had two more tickets that were left. Um, so shout out to the friends at Neymar Fieger. Hi guys. Um, and Claire, who was able to help get Lou and I a ticket. I get there. DJ Rock Lobster is beside me. Julia's beside me. We're all in a row together. I said, oh, should we have asked Donna to come? And he said, don't worry. I did. I said, that takes a load off. Thank you. Um, but anyway, I didn't want to see every person in the industry in one place. And I rarely ever do. And I'm so poorly connected in this industry. Cause when I moved here, 
I was not single. I was already like a married man with children who yeah. lived far outside of the city. So I wasn't going to bars or clubs or galas. I, right. I live a boring life. Anyway, go there. It was fun seeing people there last night. Um, I'm going to give you a spoiler free, just a few takes from Oppenheimer. It won't impact your viewing of it at all. So please don't be afraid. Were you under a gag order or something? It was an embargo, an embargo from Christopher Nolan himself on down of no talking about it. No one, no critic who has seen the movie prior to 11 a.m. Central today was allowed to say anything lest they get blacklisted from future screenings and things like that. Okay. Um, the first thing I'll tell you is it's three hours long, so buckle your chin strap. I had a triple shot of espresso before I went. Good move. So that I was just sort of jacked up a little bit. Um, a couple of things I, I will make mention of. The lead actor in this movie is Killian Murphy. He is an Irish actor. You wouldn't know it because he hides the accent very well. Um, he's been in several Christopher Nolan movies and talked about how special it is that he gets to lead in a Christopher Nolan movie. He's been a supporting figure in various Christopher uh, Nolan movies, including, I believe he was in Inception. Um, he was in the Dark Knight movies, um, in, in, in a few of those, maybe all three of those, actually, in some capacity. Gary's character, in my opinion. Yeah, he yeah. Was, uh, the Sandman, who would haunt your nightmares and haunt oh, your dreams by yeah. using hallucinogens. It's yeah. oh, Most he... prominently featured in Batman Begins. Yes. And then oh, was in the okay. third one as well as The Judge. Yes, and oh. he shows up, I think, very briefly at the beginning of uh, The Dark Knight. I think. Who cares? doesn't matter. Point is, he's been in the, the Christopher Nolan family, so now he gets to lead the way. First and foremost, i got to say, I found him to be compelling. His portrayal as Robert Oppenheimer, the creator of uh, an influential person involved in the development of the atomic bomb. Got it. Um, very compelling his delivery you know sometimes when an actor slides into a character and they just become that character in a really interesting way how he said things looks that he had very very compelling um i also was taken by in fact i nudged my wife and i said hey you know that's iron man right and she was like Really? She knew Jack about this oh, movie going wow. in. She didn't know anything about anyone who was in the movie. So Robert Downey Jr. Uh, plays a character in this movie, and he is looks much older. And so you see him with, you know, thinned out hair. He's right, sort of bald right. and looks, you know, probably 20, 30 years older than he is. Um, and, and his scenes are in black and white, and so that exaggerates the older look. But he did a great job as well. Emily Blunt in this movie plays a role, and, and again, became this character, and you forget any of the Mary Poppins Emily Blunt, and you or the Devil Wears Prada Emily Blunt, and you just see her as uh, this love interest of Robert Oppenheimer, and she leans into that character in a pretty interesting way. What I found interesting, a, a, a couple things, that Christopher Nolan has talked about, see this in a theater because... He wants you to hear and experience things, see things in a new way. How they do the scene that you know the movie is building toward, which is the atomic bomb going off for the first time. The way he drums up these suspense leading up to that was really masterful. In fact, I needed to go to the bathroom about 20 minutes prior to the bomb going off. Oh, wow. And then I was like, I can't leave now. I can't wait. Is it about to come? Wait, I can't. And then it was just there was driving music behind it, and you know what it's all going toward, and you just the anticipation, his ability to slowly ratchet up your like 
All right. All right. Is this going to happen? Was was very, very well done. Cool. And then the effects of it in a, in a theater. I don't know that I would have walked out and thought, why? Well, I never experienced something like that before. But I will say, you know, I've said uh, I've been to theaters before and thought, they need to turn the volume up here. Yeah. I did not feel that way. <laughs> I did not feel that way at all. I'd imagine. That was pretty uh, compelling. And what I appreciated about this was, and again, spoiler free, my take on Oppenheimer, the bomb, the atomic bomb, the ramifications of it, obviously, is what this movie is about. But how he, his act three, while I heard someone else in passing say, boy, act three, too long. It's a three-hour movie. Of course, I feel like it was too long. They could have tightened it up. They could have lost 30 or 45 minutes and really tightened it up. Um, but Christopher Nolan always makes a good effort to end the movie thoughtfully. And I told you this happens with Inception, where with Inception, the credits roll and you're like, what? Wait a minute. What? Uh, huh? <laughs> Not quite that with this one, but there was a a good bit that you get right toward the end that helps to color things a little okay. bit of a different way. And he's a good storyteller in that way. I remember, I haven't seen The Prestige in years. Mm, that was great. That's a Christopher that's Nolan movie. That's a great movie. movie. And that also had like a... Ah, oh, okay. I don't and remember so, how it ended. Yeah, me neither. But I remember having this feeling in a lot of Christopher Nolan movies. He, okay. he ends a movie well, is okay. what I'll say. And by that, I mean like the final scene or two of a movie. He has a nice way of landing the plane. Okay. Uh, I grade it. I, I, you should go out of a 10 scale. Okay. And I think I would land today on an 8. Last night I said anywhere between a 7.5 and an 8.25. I think I'd land... On an eight okay. for Oppenheimer. By the way, the film prints are 11 miles long and weigh 600 pounds. Interesting. We saw this at, um, really quick, I know we're running out of time. We saw this at AMC Southdale, and they mentioned last night that that was one of only two theaters in the state of Minnesota that would show it in 70 millimeter. Ooh. I don't know what that means, but I also heard someone else as I was walking out say, Oh, did you notice the projector was out of focus the whole time? So I did not notice that. But I guess if you're a film buff and you understand the difference of 70 millimeter versus 60 millimeter versus, I don't know, all that stuff, uh, maybe you would have noticed. But I guess if they dial that in correctly, if in fact it wasn't dialed in correctly last night, maybe it would even more so huh. enhance that experience. But okay. fun, fun movie to see in the theater. I knew Jack about that storyline and I Same. was compelled right from the get-go. Oh, uh, last thing. There are so many scenes in it. Like if you have if you have a scene of Killian Murphy, Robin Oppenheimer, Robert Oppenheimer walking to into a room, notice how many different shots they do. Instead of just a long shot of like now he walks into the room, Christopher Nolan is so cinematic and it's like a different shot, different shot where they had to reset camera. This movie must have taken so freaking long. Wow. to shoot. And that wow. makes you enjoy it even more. All right, we're out of time. All right, we got to go. Uh when we come back, we got a couple of studies next on Don and Steve on my talk. All right. Hey, guys. Thank you for listening to the Hump Day edition of the Donna and Steve Experience. Hey. Um, hey, Sorry. <laughs> we, we decided to open the blinds in our studio and so that we could just see passersby and make it feel a little more open and effervescent yeah, yeah. here. I just saw I Am Grant walk by. You did? Yeah, that's, I that's fun. I've seen no one yet. Well, had the blinds been down, we wouldn't have seen that. 
You're right. Things are really looking up. Lucky us. I don't know how we do it. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. They're... Go ahead. No, what were you going to say? I thought I had the things here. What do you, uh, you want to say? I was going to say, I'm Donna. And I'm Steve Patterson. European tourism Europe. has been a struggling this summer. How come? I read this in the morning brew this morning. Sue me for saying so. There's been a massive heat wave. Sweeping across southern Europe, Europe, like Spain, Italy, Greece, and yes, they generally, you know, are set and ready right now, like to just host all sorts of crowds because people are letting loose after years of pandemic restrictions on international travel and things like that. But it was funny they wrote this morning. You're not going to see this on their Instagram stories, but your friends who are traipsing through Europe, Europe, Europe are probably spending their days in the shade or chugging water. Yesterday, the high temperature in Roma, mm-hmm. 104 degrees Fahrenheit. My um, brother and his wife were in Rome not that long ago, and they were like, can't even describe how hot it was. 104. Yeah, that's pretty hot. Uh, it was 102 degrees in Madrid. Sunday, the forecast for Athens is 107 According to meteorologists, peak temperatures in Europe could break the continent's record of 119.8 degrees observed in Sicily two years ago. Sicily gets that hot? What was it again? 119 degrees. No, 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 no. Local authorities are telling folks to skip the daytime um, activities and shelter inside since such heat can turn deadly. But so here's the interesting thing. Um these are really bad, these high temperatures for tourism-reliant Mediterranean economies. Euro travelers who watch their... Um, Euro. Donna. There might be thinking right now, is there a cooler place we can go next time? There's been a 10% annual decline in interest in Mediterranean travel among Europeans between June and November of this year. This- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's according to the European Travel Commission. <laughs> this could benefit destinations further north like Denmark. And Ireland, which have seen increased travel interest. Hmm. Rise up lights. Australia. Mm. Not related to this story, <laughs> but it is another thing that we learned about how to do an accent of a different country. Fascinating. Uh, but yeah, this is, they're just wondering, could this take a hit on some folks? How about this? In the Southwest United States, some visitors are being drawn to the heat. People, some wearing fur coats have been flocking to Death Valley, California, 
in uh, the recent days to take pictures with an Instagram-friendly thermometer that shows the temperature. On Sunday, the mercury in Furnace Creek in Death Valley hit 128 degrees. That is six degrees short of the hottest temperature ever recorded on Earth. Oh, hell no. Does it get cold in California ever, like at night? What do you mean cold? I mean coat-worthy cold. Sure. Okay. It can go like into the 40s, like okay. a cold spell in, in, in L.A. And then if you get into the mountains, you yeah. know, like the Lake Tahoe area, they had snow forever because they got pummeled with all the snow and cold enough to keep it around for a long time. It's sure. weird. Temperatures are weird, man. Is I, it? Is it that? Boop. Does it rain? Yes, Donna. I feel like I'm, I'm. I feel like I'm a meteorologist talking to a first grade <laughs> class right now. Does it get cold enough for them to wear coats ever? Do they have coats there? Does it rain? <laughs> What's going on? I, I just never really hung out in California, and I had heard that it rarely rains in Southern California. So that's why I asked the question. You can put your hand down now, Donna. Okay. No, 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 I don't think we're going to do any more, any more okay. questions. Um, Florida was hot, too. That was my weather report from Florida. Orlando, balmy right now. Okay. I couldn't imagine people who were going to Disney in the summer. No. I just cannot. I can't either. <sighs> so hot. Oh, my God. No, really. How many times did you experience rain when you lived in California? Was it often? It's not often, but it it happens. They have some seasons that get a little bit rainier than average, like, you know, January, February. Can It can rain there. It snows in parts of California. It's not Mars, Donna. Okay. We know things about this place, all right? We're not still discovering. Fine. Let's play Whose Voice Is It Anyway when we come back. Hey, it is Rocco for MNFatLoss.com. I took a look at the scale today. I was kind of afraid because I've been mixing in uh, some cheat days now that I'm in the maintenance phase of the MNFatLoss.com program. But no, I'm still doing all right. I am under 170. When I went into this program uh, right around St. Patrick's Day, I was in the high 190s. I'm in the high 160s now. I mean, that's like 30 pounds that I've lost and kept off even though I am mixing in some cheat days these days. Thank you to the doctor and his team at mnfatloss.com for showing me the way. I am living my best summer, looking good in my hipster summer shirts, and just happy to go around being with people because I don't feel as overweight anymore. Here's the deal. You got just uh, less than two weeks. If you want to save $200, go to mnfatloss.com, sign up for their program, get a free consultation, and save $200 through through July 30th, you could lose up to a pound of fat a day. Results may vary. On the hill. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun and where we play games. Time to play. Ooh. Voice. Is it? Anyway. anyway. Your host. Zamboni. Whose voice is it anyway? The game where you two try to recognize voices with just a a little clue and a little snippet of their voice. They go back and forth in name that tune style pick a note uh, round where they bid how long it will take each one in seconds to name a voice. So far, Donna, you kind of crushed this game. Yay! 
Why? Kind of the True. facts. Uh, I'm not good at very many things. I'm just telling you that. Ten to six. You had double digits last week with your victory. Wow. Oh, that man. one, of course, was against Maddie B. We had the overall theme of comeback, and you were able to uh, get Adele and uh, Drew Barrymore for the win. That was good. That was mm-hmm. good. Actually, I think Brett Favre was missed by uh, by uh, mm, Maddie yeah. B. That gave it to you. But. Okay. And um, I wouldn't have gotten that either. But the Drew Barrymore, I didn't even use all my seconds. Yeah. Oh. She started talking and I went, Drew Barrymore. She does have a very, mm-hmm. very. Yeah, distinct. Distinct. You said it, Queen. So here we go. Today, uh, do you like the idea of doing kind of an overall theme? Yeah, I do that? like that. Yeah. We, we it helps put our brain in a, in a room. Yeah. Exactly. So we'll continue that. We, of course, had Around the Business Since Childhood. We had Comeback. Uh, now we're going to be having today's overall theme of multi-talented. Okay. okay. Multi-talented. Now that obviously is a, still a very, very wide net. And the clue isn't supposed to give it away. It's just supposed to maybe put you in, uh, like you said, a little mindset, a little area there. So let's okay. get it started with this first one. Let me do the coin flip here. Okay, it's flipped. It. Who wants to call it? Heads. It is tails. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I, like, I feel like that's happened like almost 90% of the time. Yes. Okay. I love it. Tails All right. never fails. Okay. So what that means, Donna, is you get to start the bidding on okay. this first one. Now, again, multi-talented is our overall theme for today's game. Okay. And uh, our first voice, uh, here is your clue okay. to help you bid. Grammy and Emmy winner... 45 years apart. Mm. Grammy and Emmy winner, 45 years apart. Okay, I can name that voice in eight seconds. I was going to say, I could name that voice in seven seconds. Oh, yeah? Were you going to say that? I was going to say that. (laughs) I think I can name that voice in five, six. She said five. Five, I said six. You said five. You said five, Five Donna. Mike, she said five. All right, five seconds. Fine. Fine. That's like like pushing a bet in at poker and then pulling back some of the chips. No, no, no. Name that voice. Okay. You got five seconds. Okay. And again, it is the overall theme, multi-talented. The uh, clue for the first voice, Grammy and Emmy winner, 45 years apart. Donna. Yes. Are you ready? Yes. These five seconds are going to fly by. You've got five seconds. Donna, please. Stop trying to psych me up. Name this voice. Started to really examine comedy. And I noticed there's two kinds. Hmm. You have uh, the opportunity to name that voice. Okay. Um, that is somebody from a TV sitcom who probably won an Emmy for his role and a Grammy for a comedy album. That's, I... I'm with you. That's my same frame <laughs> of thinking. Okay. Narrowing it past that is tricky. That is... Oh, that is uh, Tim Allen. No. Steel. That is not Tim Allen. Steel. There is no steals. You already got the points. <laughs> but this is just for this is just for pride. fun. Okay. Is that Steve Martin? Oh, that's good. It absolutely good. is. Let's listen to that voice again so the my talkers can get a feel of it and you guys can listen to it with the mindset of Steve Al- or Steve uh, Martin. Started to really examine comedy. And I noticed there's two kinds of laughter. Mm. One is... There he is. Okay, so he won the Grammy for the album. He won the Emmy probably for his role on 
Only murders? Yeah, Actually, no. no. It oh. was reversed. Oh, wow. He, um, well, he won a couple. He's won like three oh. Grammys, I think. Oh, wow. Most recently, he won an album for like Americana Roots type the album banjo. in oh. 2014. That's right. That's right. His Emmy win, because he hasn't won an Emmy yet for Only Murders, his Emmy win came way back as a writer for Smothers Brothers on 1969. Wow. So that was his first Emmy win, and then 2014 is That's when he had that great. one. So Steve oh, Martin fun, is the fun. first voice and the first poem. Is going to Steve. Okay. All right. We move on to voice number two, and uh, again the overall theme: multi-talented. Like you said, he's got that. Uh, well, he's he's very multi-talented between the comedy and the acting and the music and everything he's got going for him. Uh, multi-talented. The overall theme: your second voice. Here is your clue: singer, coach, actor. Okay. Singer, coach. Actor. I can name that voice in eight seconds. I can name that voice in six seconds. I can name that voice in five seconds. I can name that voice in four seconds. Wow. Hang on a second. <laughs> Give me the hint again. Singer. Singer. Coach. Actor. I can name that voice in four seconds. Name that voice. Come on, four let's go. Seconds. Let's All go, right. Steve. Now, Steve did get the first point because Donna was not able to bring in Steve Martin. So with that, Donna holds the or excuse me, Steve holds the one O lead. If he gets this right in four seconds, mm. he will take the two O lead and we'll have the one second Hail Mary clue. I'm so uh, mad I shouldn't have given it to you. Singer, coach, actor. Steve, you got four seconds. Are you ready? Ready. The name. This voice. And I went to go check to see who wrote it. Just, I, I mean, I was curious, you know. Fish kebab. Oh, I'm going to go Ariana Grande. Damn it. You're absolutely Let's right. Go, Ariana Grande. Let's go. She was a coach on The Voice. For one season. A singer, yes. of course. Mm-hmm. And she was in an old Nickelodeon show. And she's about to be even more of an actor as she is in Wicked. It's currently That's being filmed. Right. Dang it. Here she is one more time. And I went to go check to see who wrote it. Just, I, I mean, I was curious, you know. And so um, it turns out, this is so crazy. Y'all are going to think I'm lying. But- there you go. That is Ariana Grande. Nicely done, Steve. Nice. Trailing 10-6 to 6 in the overall standings of this game. He now holds the 2-0 lead. Yeah. And that, of course, brings up the one-second bonus opportunity for Donna. Here we go. I'm going to sit back and relax. The pressure's on you, D-Bone. Exactly. Sit back, relax, because Donna is going to hear just about a second of this uh, individual. And again, our overall theme is multi-talented. Okay. Okay. Yep. And you're... Are you ready to hear the voice? Yes. I should give you the little uh, deeper clue. Um, Actor... Singing actor. We'll just go with that. Singing actor. Okay. Ready. R. Okay. Let me just make sure we got this perfectly set up here. Singing actor. Okay. Um, Let's go ahead and see if you can name this bonus voice. It was Memphis. It was. Wow. I got it. You do? Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that is Ryan. Mm, singing actor. That is Ryan 
Oh my God. Uh, let's see. There's Ryan Gosling. There's Ryan. I can't remember the other guy's name. Who's married to the really pretty lady? Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. I'm going to say that's Ryan Reynolds. Steel. Unfortunately, not Steve. That is JT Justin Timberlake. Damn it! It absolutely is. I even put the Memphis in there, hoping yeah, that would that maybe kind of yeah, shoulda coulda didn't. Let's Damn hear it, it again. So there you go. Yes, let's hear uh, one more time. JT, as uh, this is a first. Hold on, here we go. And that year it was Memphis. It was Memphis. It was and Memphis. Staff. Yeah. Yep, there you yep, go. Yep. Congratulations, Steve. You got the victory today. Good job, Steve. Uh, Do we do the fourth just for fun? We will absolutely do the four just for fun. Yes, we'll do this one for fun. Um, Yeah, that's, I think, the first time where somebody has known literally every single one. That's great. I'm going to see if I can go four for four here. Hey, but Donna, real quick, I wanted to jump in while we still have time and tell you to eat it. Okay. Thank you. All right, here we go. Uh, The clue for this one, this would have been the third one if we got there, if it was uh, tied 1-1, but the third one here, dual villain... Musical actor. Dual villain. Musical actor. Donna, you want to try to bid on this? No. Or you just want to hear it? And you yeah. Right, you think you know it? Let's okay. just go that Let's route. work on it together. All right. <laughs> Teamwork. Yeah. Let's right. do it again. Dual villain. Musical actor. Rare disease. Um, he's sick and he's frail and he's really dying before eyes. So that was incredibly uh, challenging. And then he becomes... I, Alec Baldwin. No, 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 no. Not Alec Baldwin. Oh, gosh. Give it to us again. All that right. is... What is that? Who One is more this? time. Rare disease. Um, he's sick and he's frail and he's really dying before eyes. So that was incredibly uh, challenging. Mama my guess was pretty mia. good, I have to say. It was not. <laughs> it, that that, was a, Mike, was that a decent guess? It was a guess. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mike. He's not a musical oh, actor. Can you give us a hint? Again, dual villain, musical actor. I say dual villain because he's played a villain in both of the major universes. If Who's you get what that, I mean. That yeah. raspy kind yeah, of. Yeah, right. Uh, oh, gosh. Give us, give us a definitely hint. No, that was the first hint. Here's another hint. <laughs> He's he was uh, first definitely known as a uh, he he's a frontman for a band. Jared Leto. Oh, yes. Yeah, that was too much fan. But there nice. you go. Yes, Jared That's Leto nice. is exactly oh, who that was. Wow. Of course, he was in that interview. He was talking about the movie Morbius, but he also played the Joker, of course, in the other Squad. universe. Yes. So oh. good job, go. Mike. Thanks. All right, that Mike. Was that was awesome. fun. That was very Woo. well done, Steve. With that, you have pulled within three. That Let's is go. the. Victory there, so 10-7 is where it sits. Donna still holds right. it. Can right. I tie things up before the state fair? That'd be nice. Oh, that'd be great. I hope you can. Poutine. Not. Poutine. When we return, uh, let's see. We'll ask the old question. Well, two things. The, uh, there are two states that are the luckiest for Powerball winners. We'll tell you which states end up um, having big winners there. And then also, the, the question, a little food for thought today, what would you do? Uh, the lump sum or the annuity. And I'll throw out a different question that I'm going to totally borrow. I'll tell you who, what show I'm borrowing it from. But it was an interesting question that I'd like your take on, Donna. Okay. Regarding Powerball. That when we come back, it's Donna, it's Steve, it's my talk. Or app. Hey, it is Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. You know, my family, we like to support small businesses whenever we can. You know, avoid the big box whenever possible and support the little guy. Lisa and Verlin over at Crescent Tide, they are a family-owned small business right here in St. Paul. Uh, It's near 280 University. My mom went in there once, uh, talked to Lisa, decided 
decided to prepay and pre-plan for a simple cremation because she also thought, hey, I'd like to support the little guy. But more importantly, she wanted to take care of uh, business because that's the kind of lady she is. She doesn't want my sister and I to struggle with things or pay for things whenever possible. Hey, thanks, Mom. We probably could have come up with the money because simple cremations at Crescent Tide start at just $800. Lisa and Verlin, they keep things simple, transparent, and affordable. Check them out today. Use my talk keyword cremation. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Ooh, I'm getting excited to win the big one. Oh yeah, Donna must have just read the secret because she's speaking it into existence. Yes, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to win something. I haven't even checked my Powerball ticket from Monday. Oh. It's it's in my vehicle right now. I may have won a million bucks and don't even know it. Oh, I hope you did. Me too. They they do list the million dollar states and we yeah. Didn't have so one. you didn't so have. Yeah, what nice else can try. I win? Can I win like five hundred thousand or something? Something like that, I think maybe. Probably. All right. Good luck to you, my friend. The key is to buy one like far away. You know, buy a ticket like up north. Oh yeah. Because then no one will suspect. Are we an anonymous state? No. Can the Powerball winners be anonymous? I here? don't believe so. Uh, Steve, I think I'll know. I wouldn't tell anybody. I'll be dressed you, in yeah. mink the next day. <laughs> I'll have a train on my coat that two of my hand boys will you'll, be holding for you'll me. You'll be wearing capes. I'll have <laughs> That'll a, be your new thing. Some sort of a giant staff that I'll hold. <laughs> um, Winners of more than $10,000 can remain anonymous in the state of Minnesota. Boom. All right. Excellent. This is great. I am going to start a donkey farm. I just want you to She know. just said to me the first thing I'm going to do, buy a donkey. And then I was like, I have to have two donkeys because you need to have two. Buy alpacas, maybe even a llama. Don't forget the goats. First thing she's going to do. And then you'll bring them all to pay off your mortgage. What a sexy life you're going to live once you win this Powerball. I cannot wait. You and your whole uh, Oregon Trail type... <laughs> You know, little what's that? What's that thing called? A uh, A no, no, no. What's the 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 horse's carriage? Is it a carriage? Yes. Is that what they would be in in Oregon Trail? Yeah, covered, covered Covered wagon, wagon. covered wagon. Yeah, yeah. There you go. We got there. We got there. We got a wagon guy over there. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Covered wagon. He's like a history guy, you know. No, I just mean how he says wagon. Wagon. I didn't notice. He probably says roof. Roof. You do not say roof, do you? I, that really chaps Donna's Actually, behind. Actually, no, I do say roof. I was just, okay. yeah, do I you say, say roof. Do you say but cr- what, creek or crick? Uh, I hit the ball into the creek. I say, I say creek. creek. Okay, now, we could be friends again. I have a crick in my neck, but for everybody, you put your bagel in a bag. You don't put your bagel in a bag. <laughs> yeah, those people, they need to be voted Under off the arrest. island. Yes, exactly. Anyway. Uh, luckiest states. To play Powerball in. Or what? Uh, how many? No, you have this story. Oh, I do? <laughs> oh, I forgot about this story. Oh, oh hold on. It's well, not. I well, guess. I will tell you this. It is not us. Oh. That's it's definitely not us. Um, by the way, okay, we are topping a billion. Let, me, let me ask this question while we find out what the, the luckiest states are. This is a total lift. Because there's the old question, do you want an annuity or, or a lump sum? You want X amount of millions of dollars sent to you once a year or all of it all at once so that you can figure out what you want to do with it. Totally borrowing, stealing, lifting from uh, a, a sports radio show, the Dan Patrick Show. They had a question, I think it was yesterday, 
Would you rather win a billion dollars publicly? Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Or? $25 million anonymously. $25 million anonymously. Now, they had a caller who called in and said, as a reminder of the disparity of money that we're talking about <laughs> yes. here, they said if uh, he had a professor, he was recounting what his professor said, the difference between a million and a billion dollars, uh, even though this is $25 million, but still, if dollars were seconds in a day, each second went by and it was another dollar, if you had a million dollars, it would take you 11 days, counting seconds for 11 days, to get to one million seconds. Wow. If you wow. had a billion dollars and each dollar was a second, it would take you 31 years. Okay. To count to yeah. A billion. Yeah. Yeah. So just to put it in perspective, do you want a billion dollars publicly or 25 million anonymously? I still want the 25 million because I don't need a billion dollars. But you need 25 million. <laughs> I don't need it, but if if you're giving the choice, this or that, it, that just feels gross. Twenty five million, I think, would would help to keep me a better person. I think I would have, I'd be yeah. less gluttonous in my purchases. Yes, a billion dollars. I think life would lose wonder pretty quickly because you don't have to work for anything. You don't have to wait for anything. It's all. You live an instantly gratified life. Right. Hmm. Which I think over time takes the gratification out of those things. You're my best friend. Did you ever find it? Oh, yeah, I did. I did. And then I just, I I found it it and then I exed out of it. So it's uh, dirty old Missouri. Oh, yeah. And Indiana. Oh, right there in the old Midwest. That is uh, correct. Should I go to Joplin? Sure. I hear it's fun. Kitschy, manufactured fun, which I'm a fan of. Don't even know what you're talking about. Nope, I mean Branson. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Should I go to Branson? Uh, yes. Okay. You should definitely go to Branson. I hear it's fun. Is it near Joplin? I don't think Joplin. Joplin exists. Thank you. Joplin exists. What's Joplin? A city in Missouri. Joplin, Missouri. It is? I think. I feel like I'm about to find out in the next 10 seconds. Yeah. Of it, is. it is, yeah. Joplin okay. is on the border of Kansas. Branson is more on the border of Arkansas. So they're in the same corner of the state, but uh, Branson's a little closer to the south. Okay. All right. Was Arkansas ever pronounced Arkansas originally when they first named it? Did it become like a dialect thing that changed how we pronounce it? That's a great question. I tell you what, guys. Arkansas. Right? Yeah. You've never thought of this before, huh? Never. Wow. Just like I never realized Josephine was the female version of Joseph. I still don't see the connection between those so much. But I guess, I guess you're right. <laughs> what do you mean? Joseph, Josephine. What are some of the other ones? Uh, we could go down the list. Uh, Is Stephanie a female version of Stephen? Yes. Yes. Hmm. Interesting, huh? Nah. Not really. Should we find out what the soup is? Yeah. All right. Come down for moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it's broccoli cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it can't 
Roberta, Robert. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Kyle, Kyla. Oh, interesting. Antonio, Antonia. Louis, Louisa, Louise. Interesting. Brian, Brianna. Huh. Cafe, this is Tom. T-Bone in the building. Oh my gosh. We're just trying to We're trying to get through the hump day uh the hump day rut. We're we're planning on winning Powerball. Are you gonna play Powerball tonight, Tom? I certainly am. I'm already to I'm already in. I'm ready to rock and roll. Oh, you got it. If you win a billion tonight, do we see you in the cafeteria tomorrow? Uh, yes, I will be here. Yeah. Aww, that's, that's awesome. All right. right there. By the way, love the pasta visual yesterday. Ah, so thank you. good. Glad you liked it. So glad you uh, today we know it's Wednesday, which means it's chili day. Um, what chili is the, day. What's we the entree? Got, the entree is a uh, grab and go crispy chicken sandwiches, grab and go hamburgers, yeah. and oh. a couple different kinds of pizza. Yep. Oh, fabulous! Wow. All right, all right, a whole smorgasbord it. down that's there. Awesome. All right, Tom, hey, good luck in Powerball, Tom. Thanks, guys. Not, not right. too much. Yeah. No kidding. Same here. <laughs> All right. Bye. All right. All right. T-Bone. T-Bone sounds happy when we, when we call him. You know, Brian's always like, hello, cafeteria. This is Brian. Tom sounds like <laughs> he's pumped up and ready to rock. You yeah. Know? No, he's a, he's a happy guy. Bradley's being creepy and like licking yeah, his lips always, outside I the know. studio. Whoa, I just saw DJ Rock Lobster walk by. His hair is all slicked back. I don't like seeing coworkers wet hair. I don't either because it means moments earlier they were naked. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I am totally against that. You ever think that when you find out someone's pregnant, I had a producer was like, once oh, yeah. I once you said that you and your wife were pregnant, I'm sorry, but I, I can't. Was just like, I can't uh, unsee. Yeah, the vision. All right. Thanks for <laughs> well, leaving thank us you. with that. Bye, everyone. <laughs>